Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Universes Academy podcast. Uh, with you, as always, I'm your host, John Jennings. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan Craft. And we have a very special guest with us today. We have uh, Mr. Tamron Cardwell. Uh, you guys may know him. He does a lot of content on YouTube and does some t- uh, Twitch streaming and stuff. Uh, Tam, how's it going, man? It's going so good. It's going so, so good. Thank you guys for having me on today. No problem, yeah, man. man. We appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your busy schedule to uh, to come over here and uh, talk to us about some card gaming and just kind of about your setup and stuff. Um, normally, over the past couple of weeks, you know, we've been talking about various stuff, various current events, or looking at like the symbols and different cards. But today, we're going to take a little bit of a left turn and we're going to uh, start our interviews. We've uh, kind of hinted that we go and going to do some interviews with different people in the My Hero content creator world, maybe some people at Jasco. Uh, but we thought we'd uh, get everything going with everybody's favorite content creator in the My Hero Academia universe, and that is Mr. Tamron Cardwell. Well, thank uh, you so much. That makes me feel very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, well, I appreciate it, man. Uh, appreciate you coming on with us. Um, so just, uh, just to kind of get us going, um, let's talk a little bit about your background and, and gaming and that kind of stuff. Uh, what, so what, st- what got you started with card gaming? Was there like a specific game that got you started or was it like a family member or a friend? What was uh, what was your, your genesis? I mean, the easy answer and it's probably everybody's answer is Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. Pokemon, the anime came out and uh, we just couldn't get enough of it. And so my dad uh, decided to bar- b- buy me a couple packs and uh, it was all downhill from there. <laughs> um, I, I remember going to uh, going to events. I remember um, as like as like a eight nine-year-old kid um going to my my local uh card shop and uh and competing and i uh i i first tasted victory they did this thing with pokemon where you had to get the first eight badges um i don't know if this was like a national thing or just like a local thing but we had little stamp books and Mm -hmm. uh it was like uh, uh scaling up and i was so proud of me getting my first the boulder badge i got the boulder badge and I was uh I was so hyped, and from there um it jumped from, uh, uh the Yu-Gi-Oh anime right, and then like there's an anime about this card game. I like the Pokemon card game. I like Pokemon. Does it, it, it ties one to one? So, mm-hmm. um that was the game uh that my dad actually played with me a bunch was Yu-Gi-Oh, and uh uh, not to mention like as like a a card game player uh one of the big games in our family house is canasta uh which is just like played with like a 52 deck of cards you play with four of them four player Mm -hmm. game teams so on so forth um so like so like card games have been in our family for a long time but like these competitive tcgs it wasn't until high school for Yu-Gi-Oh where um I, i was like playing in the lunchroom and then somebody came up and just absolutely mollywopped me and i went wait your cards do what and uh, from there, it like went from being like, okay, fun kitchen table card games into you know, um, going to nationals for oh, for wow. Yu Gi Oh a couple of times, um, winning with a bunch of rogue decks, uh, get introduced to universes, and then uh, and then it's it's all uh, I don't want to say downhill, it's all uphill from there. It's there all yeah, exactly, right to the moon. Nice. So, uh, I, so I have a I have a question. Um, so how how did your like ancient ancestors know that card games were going to be a thing, and then have the surname Cardwell? How how did that come to be? I don't know. I have no idea. It was it it actually only it actually only dawned on me um a couple years ago, like in into my university's career, um as as you guys are are veterans of universes, uh, uh or UFS. If you win a major at that, 
um, you get a, a character card. Like you get you get mm-hmm. a, a piece of cardboard. You get to design it, whatever. And, and a lot of people um, put uh, little names at the uh, or little quotes at the bottom. And the quote that I was going to put on the bottom of my character card was uh, "Superman cards good, I card well." Nice. I like yeah. That. Yeah. And I, it wasn't I, I until love a good that, that I went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been amazing. I was made for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so on the topic of uh, universes UFS, uh, how long have you been involved? Like, I assume you kind of came in somewhere along the middle, or did you start it? Or have you been around from the beginning, from the Soul Calibur three and Street Fighter three sets? Oh, you were hilarious. Uh, my first, <laughs> my first set ever, the the first uh, pre release that I went to was mm-hmm. actually everybody's favorite set, the World of Endines. Oh wow! Okay, that's okay. that's yeah. I feel like that's way after I quit playing the game. Yeah, so. that's a Red Horizon yeah. set, right? <laughs> oh okay. no, that is that is a level ninety nine set. Um, oh, Jasco right. and level ninety nine swapped IPs. Uh, the World of Endines is part of their um, their card game, which its name is escaping me. Uh, who cares? It's not a level ninety nine podcast. <laughs> right. uh, but, but yeah, uh, I played in in that. And uh, I had been playing for six months prior. It was uh, I, I got I got right on right at the tail end of that like two year drought, right? Of the in between the Mega Man set, mm-hmm. uh, there was like a there was like apparently before my time, uh, like a two year drought where there was some changing of hands at uh, Jasco. Um, things were um, uh, given to uh, uh, passed off the buck, and then a thing wasn't done, and that just like snowballed into this huge problem that uh that they just like literally didn't have a set for two years oh, wow. um we we kind of we kind of got that feeling um pandemic wise but like that wasn't any one individual's fault it was literally yeah. you know there was a pandemic but right. uh yeah um but yeah i uh i got started with uh miles tyler from legendary wolf games big shout outs dude um, he demoed the game uh, whenever we were all at a card store playing uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! And he's like, yo, uh, I'm playing this Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament. We're, 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 we're chill. You want to demo this game? I know that you like Street Fighter. And I've got this uh, this Ken Masters deck. And it was like this Ken deck that like apparently like discarded your opponent's entire hand. Like absolutely crazy and busted. Um, versus his Terry deck, which he is very infamous for. Um, and uh, I demoed the game and it was fine. It was fun. It was whatever. But like I was like so close-minded about Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! is the best game ever. Um, there's no way that, that another card game could ever capture my, my soul. I, I was still having, like, uh, I was still having, like, uh, uh, debates about, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! versus Magic. That's how, that's how, like, um, indoctrinated in Yu-Gi-Oh! was. Anyways, I pick up a, a job at a card shop, and, uh, the UFS crew rolls in. It's like, yo, we have more products. There's Mega Man stuff out now. Um, and I go, Mega Man? Like, I could play as, like, Mega Man characters? And, uh, they were like, yeah. And then Tyler Clark from TCG University gave me a 60-card Dr. Wiley structure deck. He took a Dr. Wiley one-dot structure deck and uh, and souped it up and was like, you're here every Saturday because you run the store. If we're ever odd, you're playing. And nice. I went, okay. And once again, straight to the moon, uh, non- nonstop from there. Um, that's like I a total in... U- UFS community thing, right? Just like, hey, here's a deck. Like That's just something yeah. that doesn't happen in other card games. Mm-hmm. For sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, not not a thing. Yeah. Um, but then uh, I got uh in tight with the crew, and then they started making uh making content, and I had a uh, a podcast from way 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 back in the day, and you can you can go look this up. We've since disbanded because of schedules, but a podcast called Three Hit Combo, where um I was one of the three 
uh, sometimes four cast members on that, and we talked about just like weird, wacky news. And it's just a comedy podcast, and it was fun. Um, but it kind of like sparked something in me of like podcasting is a thing. And uh, none of the other people had done it before. They were just like seeing the the big guys, right? Like uh, Rooster Teeth was like a big inspiration for for TCGU. Tyler Clark and uh, James Stevens, both massive, massive Rooster Teeth heads, um, okay. and they wanted to make content like that. Um, so Rooster and, Teeth, uh, uh, Red versus Blue, right? Yeah, 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 and and they're married of products, right? Like yeah. they've got they've got so many products over uh, Rooster Teeth, <clears throat> insane. Um, but that's what they wanted to be. They wanted to be the uh, they wanted to be the Rooster Teeth of of UFS. And nice. so I, uh, uh, I, I have a bit of camera presence. I, I would say that my highest stat on my character sheet is charisma, and so I was the uh, I was the the, the go to host, and I, I hosted the uh, UFS University study halls for a for a bit. Very cool, very cool, man. That's awesome. Uh, and I definitely <laughs> agree about like it's really hard to get people into a new card game. And I there's one thing about U, uh, UFS I feel is that like. If you can just get them that first little taste, mm-hmm. then you yeah. got them. They're hooked because it yep. is such a unique card game. It's unlike any other card game. Um, it's you just you just got you just got to get in there. In fact, we had a couple people stop by. We had our locals yesterday. We had one or two people stop by and like, oh, my hero has a card game. Right. And we're like, yeah, you should check it out. And they were like, ah, I don't know. I'm here to buy Warhammer 40K stuff. I don't know if I can really afford another habit. <laughs> You're like, oh, just just a little taste. Just come on. We'll demo it for you. Come on. Yeah, for sure. And and the fact that Jessica's done such a good job with their starter deck product this time around. The yeah. two rival decks are so like actually competitive. I went and uh I was uh playing the Achaco deck that I'm gonna play earlier or later today, uh now mm-hmm. we've dated the episode, um, at the one K and uh I tied with this person because she absolutely mollywopped me on a turn and just like took me from seventy down to one and I was like Yep. Huh. Well, that came out of a box. <laughs> you didn't put any <laughs> real time into that, so I guess we'll go to game three. And then time got called. Oh, yeah. nice. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah. so uh, can I can I ask a question that's not on the list of questions? <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like you you said, you're from Omaha. I didn't actually know that. So, how has that like benefited you? Like when you came in as a new player, having such a large play group and a bunch of like veterans around you, did that just make the transition in a lot easier? I'm so unbelievably privileged from where I live. It's it I I could not I could not imagine being the only person in my entire state to play this card game. It it's like it's like a spot that I can't even put myself into mentally. Um if if I had seen universes and I tried to play it all by my lonesome, there's no shot that I would be here today. Yeah. Uh Tamar Cardwell would be your reigning national Yu-Gi-Oh champion by now for sure. For sure. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh 10 times running, man. Come on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh but no, it it's uh it has helped a ton. Um everybody in the community i've i've had over the course of like just at omaha two three dozen people affect me and my gameplay um and like a consistent basis you know how crazy it is to have mark tyner just dm me and be like yo when can we meet up and practice that feels great man yeah that's awesome. hey i've got this i got this spicy deck that i want you to play keep it a secret like you get you get to be on the inside just because of where you live yeah it's uh it's it's rad it's it's very very it's it's awesome and and um it's amazing to learn from all of these players because everybody like plays the game differently and right. this is a game that you're allowed to do that in like all aspects of the game deck building piloting um decision making uh in individual individual turns like it's 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 crazy getting other people's opinions um and just growing that way yeah i think it's really cool like if you're judging an event or just you know watching other people play 
and they take a, a line that you didn't see. Like, it's cool to talk to people after the fact and be like, why don't you do this thing and just, like, get into their head. And I think mm-hmm. in a lot of other card games, the lines are a lot more rigid where you don't really have to make yeah. as many decisions. So that's one thing I really love about UBS and the MHA format. Yeah, or uh, even just with that, uh, like, if, if trying to talk to an opponent after a game, like, people might be salty, and people, like, for other other games, I feel like UFS is a much more welcoming community, where yeah. it is, that, that open discourse is as much, is just there, whereas, like, a Magic, you get, like, a PTQ or something, and you, like, you, you beat somebody, or you question why they did something, they get kind of, like, uptight and, like, personally offended by it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I, 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 a new thing that I've started doing um is taking pictures of my game state on my phone and i'll just be like hmm i think i have a winning line here if i go this way but i'm gonna try something different here let me let me take this picture of click click after the game i'm gonna reset up this board and see what the what a different line was supposed to look like and like having my opponent help me walk me through that line or um another way that i uh, i practiced back when i was with tcg like like a, a ton is we would play uh we would play four player games but we would uh, like do two-headed giant, and okay. so we would go uh, back and forth on attack cards. Like uh, I would play an attack, and then like you would do all the enhances, or as uh, or like a, a two-headed chess, or or whatever. Like just have have two people literally piloting the same game, or like talking to each other. Um, and it was it was really really helpful because like you miss a lot of lines, and it um, it helps you get your um, uh, your. Uh, conscious competence up um if we're going to use those big psychological yeah. terms I yeah i like that uh, yeah oh awesome man well um let's see thinking thinking a little bit more about ufs you've been playing here for a while john what i gotta your... stop you could you oh, please sorry, am, I, am i too far back could you please say uvs and not ufs so we don't get banned oh oh my god <laughs> look <laughs> back when i played it was called ufs all right <laughs> Sorry, you've That's been playing U U V S here for a while uh, uh, since Universe's is... creation, really. Yeah, 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 exactly. What's your uh, What's your favorite set or block from the game? Is it like that Mega Man set from back when you first got in, or is it one of the later sets? Is it like a Cowboy Bebop? I know a lot of people have hold that one dear to their heart. Um, so a cheating answer is like when I fell in love with the game was in the uh battle for power uh set which literally just rotated mm-hmm. so uh uh it, it was my favorite set because i made a splash on the scene with dr wiley two dot we went down to uh an atlanta ptc one of the pro tour pro tour circuits and um i uh fought a bunch of old heads your your piglets your j rays your phil birches your your Clint Badgers, uh, your, your uh, Dave Wagner's, your, your dream Dave, face. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and like my first time meeting all these people and, um, they're, pl- they're playing like, uh, like the classics, right? Like they're playing, um, like I, I got, I was one of the few privileged that got to fight piglets Clark. Like nice. I got to do that, but I did it with a character that everybody had to read my character card and the asset. Like everybody's like, Dr. Wiley two dot, what does this guy do? Um, and, and basically like, like this, the, the elevator pitch for this deck was I would destroy one of my foundations in order to destroy one of your foundations. But every time that I destroyed one of my foundations, I took the top card of my deck and I built it face down as a foundation. So I didn't lose one, but you did lose one. And, um, I'm the, I'm the person who like debuted this deck. Um, and everybody 
was like popping off about it and it, it, i i like i top aided that uh that event i felt so good instantly lost to jeremy ray's mega man because it was <laughs> you know canon and it had to happen right mega man has yep. to be dr wiley um but uh but it really it really uh like one of my one of my absolute best memories for uh universes was like going and, and having a bunch of these old heads the people on cardboard like really matter to the point where like i showed phil birch that deck he loved it took and made a way better version of it because he's a better player than i am and then uh one cardboard designed his character around it right oh, wow. like uh yeah dr uh phil birch two dot is based around dr wiley two dot because and and that wouldn't have happened if i didn't get to show him show him how cool it was um so, so that's cool. like a like a like a cool memory for me um, besides that, I know a lot of people dog on it. I really like, I really, really enjoyed the Street Fighter format. Um, uh, I get that like a lot of the characters weren't playable, but I played as the best Street Fighter character for Vega. And so like, I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I enjoyed the gameplay loops that Vega and that format had of like stringing together a bunch of moves and having a lot of moving pieces. Um, mm -hmm. and then more, a little closer to current time mortal combat mortal combat i thought was fine i very much i very i almost quit the game for bebop oh um, really okay yeah power creep a little yeah, too yeah, much yeah i couldn't find a deck that spoke to me with this deck that was all about expression um i felt like the bebop set didn't do a very good job of letting people express themselves in the game um and boy howdy i was so tired of losing to punch and judy Man, I've, it was... I've heard of such things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was real, real rough. But I, uh, I just um, the way that I adapted was I literally just didn't build decks in that format. I just was handed decks and I would just pilot. Yeah, okay, um, that's cool. And then uh, to round it out, honestly, I have not had as much fun in a format as I have had in my hero. Genuinely, okay. I think I think that my hero <laughs> format it's so good. It's so perfect. I mean, it's, it's so yeah, no, it's it's the reason I came back to play the game. Uh, I I totally agree with that. It's uh it's it's the most fun I've had playing a card game. And the UFS is my, has always been my favorite card game, but it's the most fun I've had playing in a while. Um, and so I'm glad. Yeah. And, and I love yeah. the show, too. So that's just like, you know, cherry on top. Because <laughs> when I started playing, I didn't actually care about fighting games. It was just, uh, my friends are playing this card game. Let's check it out. So right. okay. now that I, actually like, yeah. I actually like the property. So that's like even better. <laughs> nice. That's perfect. Yeah. So I guess uh, my next question was going to be like, why did you start doing so so much content with the My Hero format? But I guess that kind of answers itself because, <sighs> as you were just saying, maybe it's just like you just love the format so much more, or is this like when you kind of started making a push and getting more serious on making content, or what was the what was the line of uh, there? So I uh, I have wanted to make content and be a content creator in some sort of capacity ever since all the way back in three hit combo, right? Mm -hmm. Like that, that podcast yeah. that I'm begging all of you don't look up. Uh, <laughs> it's, you get to, you get to hear fresh out of high school, Tam talk about, talk about funny news articles. And I, I mean, don't, that's I don't... for sure what I'm going to do. I've got an hour drive to work every day. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, I'm no. looking this up. <laughs> oh no. Um, uh, but, but uh, I, I've wanted to be a content creator and I, I love universes and um, being involved in uh uh, TCG University, we were making content for a bunch of different games, and I really wanted to, in, uh, to, to envelop this idea of being the rooster teeth of, uh, of card games. I wanted that really, really bad. Um, I wanted TCGU to be a household name, kind of like um, how Channel Fireball is doing right now, and with them branching out to not just magic, but they've also got flesh and blood, and I think they're doing some MetaZoo stuff too. Um, easily could pick up this game as well, and then, and then start 
this game explodes even further, right? But like, I wanted that. I wanted that household name. Um, me and TCG split. It was incredibly healthy. It was super, super nice. Um, stuff uh, happened behind the scenes I can't talk about. Uh, but like, we split, and I I couldn't give up content creation. I just couldn't do it. And so I tried to do some standard stuff, and um, man, nobody cares about standard. Just nobody yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Uh. It, it it's an, it's insane how few people care about standard and so then i try to do some flesh and blood stuff but i'm i am more of a casual uh player of that game um i'm not as in depth with the like skill knowledge and the ability to um articulate my points and opinions on that game as well as uh the mechanics of universes universes just clicks for me dude i just mm-hmm. i just get it um and so uh, when my hero came out um, it's an IP that everybody cares about. Um, I had a jump, a head head start because I I know how to play universes really well. Like I've done amazing it at uh, world's level events, right? Like top uh, top sixteen, top eight at worlds feels great. Um, top sixteen, top eight at nationals feels great. Um, going in and placing very high in teams, like deep runs in teams formats. Um, like I I just I know what's going on. And so I kind of got to uh, to hit the ground running with making content for my hero, and then the fact that Jazz goes done a decent job advertising the game. The fact that um, the uh, old UVS have, heads have done a good job at advertising the game, and kind of being able to sprint where everybody else was like learning the game, it uh, it it's helped a ton, right? Like um, I'm pretty sure that. I make more content than every anybody anybody out there. Oh, I'm easily. posting out <laughs> videos daily, and uh, you've got a spot where I'm gonna give away all my secrets to content creation. But uh, <laughs> but we'll get there when we get there. But yeah, it's just it's just the my hero <laughs> format comes really easy to me. Um, okay. At least set one right. Set two, I'm gonna be a total buster. But uh, but set one uh, just like makes sense and uh, and. I like get it, and it really helps that the community is like pining for this information, mm-hmm. um, and I get to be a person that, that gives it to them. Awesome. Yeah, I think you're in a like you're in an awesome spot uh, with what you do for for the MHA format because like you're the only person that's on playing games every day, letting new people mm-hmm. see how these decks actually interact with each other, and you do a really good job of getting your community involved, playing community games and stuff all the time. So I think you're just like doing the best job of interacting with the community and actually community building. You know, we do more content where we talk to each other about things and, you know, analyze, you know, characters and symbols and stuff. But you're out right. there, like, doing live interaction stuff, which I think is super important for the community. Yeah, I, it's, it's really go good ahead. to have that person. I was just going to say, it's really good to have that person out there. And especially not, you're not just playing the same decks. It's not just, oh, I'm Kirishima versus Eraserhead. It's, hey, here's this random character off this random symbol. Let's try this. Let's see what happens. Yeah. That's, I yeah. think that's really important for, for newer players. That don't want to get overwhelmed, like, oh my god, I have to play Void Kirishima because that's all anyone plays. It's really good to have that representation out there of all the decks and all the symbols. And appreciate you doing that, man. Well, I appreciate. It. I mean, it it there's a uh there's a point to it where, man, if Kirishima's in every thumbnail, it gets so boring. <laughs> and there's only like six pictures of him that are good on the internet, anyways, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> so you got you gotta you gotta really spice it up. And uh, man, matchups are boring, and no, and and the, and the format becomes solved. Um, mm-hmm. when it actually isn't right, I don't yeah. think our community is big enough to solve the format. Uh, at, at, at its current state, whenever we get, um, and I'll I'll compare it to another game again. As soon as we get like 
Yu-Gi-Oh! Big, Flesh and Blood, Big, Pokemon. But we can say that we've solved the format. But, like, guys, if you're having a problem with Kirishima, there are answers. He statistically is the best deck in the format, for sure. Mm -hmm. But there are, I mean, go play Fire Ojiro and laugh at him. And actually laugh at how absolutely massive your burst speeds get. And just laugh at him. Just mm -hmm. laugh. Or not burst speed. Uh, your, uh, Recipro uh, burst. Recipro burst. Right, yeah. right, right. So I got burst speed on the brain. I was playing Bakugo <laughs> last night. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you're when you're looking at cards when you're building a deck, how do you evaluate a card? Like, what for you makes a card good? Like, what what are you looking for in a card that's like, man, this is gonna be a staple, or like, this is maybe a sideboard Ooh. card? Um, how interactive the card is, right? Like, if there's not a lot of interaction with the card on on my end, um, it feels great. Like uh, things like latent skill. Currently, there's only uh, two cards that say the word cancel on their face, and it's a character card and in, uh, and a foundation that you get to sit and play around. So things like latent skill until we get uh, until we get something that says response cancel and enhance. Uh, response cancel if your opponent tries to draw. Um, until that happens, a staple easy. Yeah. Um, and so th there's there's like layer one, and then layer two cards that interact with a lot of things that my opponents are doing, such as. I watch, right? That's a staple of those symbols. Like if you if you're playing action cards, which you do, you uh you you play high impact cards on on my opponent's turn. Um, the second way to look at it is useful spam. I think useful spam will exist forever, right? Like I don't I don't know how you print a better card, speed hate wise, than release without giving it like a five check. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as they print like a zero five with a semi decent block that gets me out of deadlock. And says that my I can destroy committed foundations to get plus two to my. Ch what did what an, a nutty card staple yeah. will be will be a three of minimum in every deck that can run it. Yeah, it's um, not even unique. <laughs> it's not even unique. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and and then you uh and then you get into things like attacks packages where it's like um this engine will be good. I'm not sure if there are necessarily staple attacks currently, but I do think that there are staple packages. Um things like um I can I can run uh zero gravity lift and uh meteor shower in a deck and just feel good about it, right? Mm -hmm. And just like I can jam that under any any of these symbols even if the other uh uh eight attacks that I'm playing, the other the other 12 attacks that I'm playing um Aren't doing this thing. This little package can just work in and in and of itself, and that's at least how set one's shaking up. We'll have to see with with set two, you know. Okay, cool, cool. And then uh, plus so, ultra, and plus oh, ultra. Great. Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. plus ultra definitely a staple. I, you know, I I think there might be some staple attacks, right? Like I have a hard time thinking I wouldn't play hard and chop in any deck with those symbols. Like even if you're playing like void kicks, like you might just slide hard and chop in the deck. And have like fourteen kicks, you know what I mean? Because the value you get out of Harden Shop is just so high. Yeah, I mean that's fine as long as there's a way to like pump the damage on it, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. As long as you're playing things like, um, um, funny enough, the card Harden. Uh, yeah, Hardened right. and Harden Shop is like, but but then again, there's that package, right? Yeah, so I could I could see that. You could you could say the same thing about like a Harden Jab and Coordinated Effort. Yes, right. Like Just I don't I don't together. know how. Yeah, man, you, those two cards frustrate me to no, uh, no end. Yeah, <laughs> you, you always got if you've got Void Earth or good, you, you're gonna run at least one coordinate effort. Like, there's gonna right. be a spot. It's for some reason it has a six control check on it. I'm not sure about that why that does, but it does, and yeah. so you, you're gonna put it in there, right? Yeah, um, it needed it. It really yeah. needed the help. It, it was yeah. yeah it, it was uh, 
It was really down on its luck. It really wasn't seen. It was, it was never going to see a deck unless it had that six control check, right? True. Oh. True. Oh, and that plus man. two mid block. <laughs> and a commit cost. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and maybe the best deadlock enhance in the game. I don't know. It's just it's, 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 a, shame a, real, they, it's a real Cinderella story. It's a shame yeah. they misprinted it and put Unique on it by accident. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, currently, what is your who's your favorite uh, character in the game? Not necessarily like your favorite from the from the show, but like just favorite card. Favorite like this is my favorite character. I want to play them from now until forever. A Chaco one. A Chaco one. Okay. Easy. I think that I think that character's gameplay loop is so unbelievably fun. Uh, mm-hmm. s- seven hand size uh, character as long as I have a uh, as long as I have an attack card. Being able to tell my opponent. Uh, she she's actually like and and here's the secret sauce, she has coordinated effort on her face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like like that is that is sneaky text, and everybody complains about coordinated effort because of how good it is at Kirishima. Ochako just kind of gets to do that. Like she starts with coordinated effort out. Um, yeah, she does it solid. better than coordinated effort. Yeah, because and also she it gets around the racer head, right? Like that yeah. part of her ability gets around the racer. Yeah, so it's always gonna fire. Yeah, that I think I think that I think that deck is unbelievably fun, and you can play like a really really uh, consistent like the the twelve attack deck that uh that that Shane and um uh Ace Maneuvers put out. Ace Maneuvers uh did the loop, and then Shane did a full deck on it. Um, uh, like you, you can play like this twelve attack deck, or uh, you can play like a really consistent like toolboxy deck. Like there's a, there's mm-hmm. because of how open and wide her kit is, she feels really um she feels like she has a lot of moving pieces that you can you can uh steer your ship pretty quick as opposed to being like locked into this one one gimmick of like like air Bakugo right now feels like you just play a bunch of Bakugo cards. You play a bunch of cards with his face on it, and you wish for the best. Um, <laughs> that is that is not how she works. Yeah. Um, you can play a, a, a myriad of stuff. It's very cool. Ochako is really cool because she's super new player friendly as well. Like she's she's very fun for a new player to play. There's a bunch of decks you can build that maybe aren't like the most optimal, but they're still fun to play and they can still win games. But like the very best Ochako decks are like borderline S tier. So she's she's fun on all spectrums because we have some new players playing her and they have a lot of fun with her and they're not necessarily playing the best version, but they're still having a lot of fun and they're taking games off some of the better decks. Agreed. And I actually feel that like that's kind of the reason I like the My Hero format altogether is I feel like that exists in a lot of a lot of ways. I bet somebody's going to crack a code on um, like life Ayama and they're just going to murder people with 15 damage throws. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what do you do, Kirishima? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this one's for 15. This one's for 15. You, you, you took GG. You took it. Yeah. GG. Yeah. Uh, like. It's people just got to be willing to, to to take that risk and uh and and explore those options. Yeah, the, the scary thing about Aoyama that we've talked about a lot is just like if Kirishima becomes the the face of the format, or not Kirishima, but uh, Eraserhead becomes the face of the format. Aoyama just looks very sad and then just turns around and goes home because he just can't yeah. do anything at all. Well, that's when you, you side into Uraraka, right? Or <laughs> I actually think Shoji plays that throw deck really well too. Right? Yeah, just pull it back every turn. Just pull. I'll pay five to pull back this throw. I'll play this. Do you want to erase my my plus four damage? No, right. you don't. <laughs> and I don't care if you block with your breaker card. Like that doesn't matter. Yep. Um, and he just like plays that kit really, really, really tight. Nice. Uh, so, no. so you, favorite characters are Araka. I'm gonna go ahead and guess your favorite deck is probably an Araka deck. Yes. Yeah. That <laughs> is it. That's, 
what, what, what symbol are we looking at? Air, life, chaos? Probably not life, but... Um, I'm playing air. Uh, I had a chaos deck built, um, and it started as Denki, and it was just like a, like a media shower deck, and it was fine. Uh, but then, uh, I actually, oh, I gotta give a big shout out to, uh, to one of my, one of my regulars in Twitch, um, uh, her name's Nil. She, uh, she was playing an Ochako deck that was, like, 4Xing Blitzrush. Hmm. And I oh. was like, well, this card's not amazing, but the way that you're playing this deck is really interesting. Because she would, she was playing Meteor Shower, but she just, like would refuse to pick them up. She just wouldn't do it. Hmm. She just would like end her turn with two or three meteor showers in her momentum. And I'm like, well, you're showing me that we don't need this card. And so what if we play the deck like knowing we don't need this card? And so we just like put in a bunch of tech options. And so we uh we did a deck doctor on it on stream and uh uh it inspired me so much that I was like, I have to I, I have to have this deck. Like we have to play this. It's uh, it it is so unbelievably fun. This uh, mm -hmm. this list. Yeah, I played against her in the webcam weekly a couple weeks ago, playing that or rocket deck, and she was piloting it really well. Um, I assume that's the similar list to what you're playing now. Yeah, it might be the exact list because like she gave me the inspiration. Anytime that I like make changes in my own, I just shoot to the list because like yeah. it's like the cool thing to do. Right? Yeah, it would be really lame for me to be like, yo, I'll take all my experience and like make this deck and then hoard like a dragon and like you you figure it out. <laughs> it's, <Right>. That's lame. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Um, well, switching gears a little bit, talking about your stream is actually a pretty good uh, segue here. Uh, I know you we, obviously we talked about you do a lot of streaming matches and stuff like that. You do uh, Tam Tuesdays for the Jasco streams and stuff. Uh, what kind of a prep work? What kind of behind the scenes stuff goes into like getting your setup ready, getting your your daily streams going? Um, it's a lot of work, guys. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bunch. Uh, it's, it's really easy <clears throat> to sit down. And the first, the first week that my hero came out, what I did was, is I sat down and, uh, uh, people were, were barely in chat. I had like, like three or four chatters and I sat here and I went, I want to play games with you. And then I sat here and nobody wanted to play games with me. And so I sat on stream for 30 minutes straight, twiddling my thumbs, not playing games. And so then I went, well, nobody wants to play games with me because nobody knows who I am and nobody nobody knows how to play games and, and so on and so forth. And so I uh, I did what all good content creators do, and I uh, I stole inspiration from other people, right? Um, there's, a, there's a content creator whose name is Ludwig. He... Uh, used to have uh used to have the most subs on Twitch. He has now since moved to YouTube. Um uh and he uh talks sometimes very openly about like streaming. He's like he's like the top six paid streamer on Twitch and he's only started like two years ago. Like like absolutely massive, unbelievable glow up. Um and basically he goes, if you want to be successful on Twitch, you have to be good on YouTube. Like YouTube has to be your main outlet for your reach. And then you have to treat every Twitch stream like you are recording a YouTube video, right? What are the, what's the beginning? What's the middle? What's the end? What are the stakes? What, uh, what's the point? And so when we talk about, um, my Tam talks, uh, <clears throat> the one that I have coming up for, uh, tomorrow, uh, dating the show is, uh, I have a video that I'm going to be 
talking about the meta breakdown from all the tournaments for the past week, uh, which I still have to make. And I have made like a 12 to 15 point slideshow of here's the DLC it just released. What's good with it? Here's here's what here's what's good to the character cards, and here's where you can take these these uh, attacks and foundations and supplement them into other decks, right? Um, it's a loose form. I don't have a script made for it. It's just me talking to Twitch chat. But I have to go in with the idea of what does the YouTube video look like? What's the thumbnail? What's the what's the title? What's the what's that? And then from there, I get to kind of work backwards of this this. Um, Using your DLC to the best of its ability, right? And there's the, there's yeah. the pitch, and then we get to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that's how I prepare these these TAM talks is, like, what's what's the elevator pitch? What's the YouTube video? And then from there, people care about that. They click on the video. They come see the stream. And then, now on Thursdays, I can look at the camera when I've got 30 people in my chat and go, yo, I want to play games with you. And then I get to record seven matches in a night. And look, I've got daily content for for the week because i record i at minimum record seven videos on that thursday night um as i am finishing up my seven uh videos i start the editing process while i'm live in between uh playing other people right after i've got my core seven if i go beyond that i'm editing as i'm doing it uh to like because man rendering videos takes forever it does Uh, (laughs) and then um you go what does what else does the community need right um on uh i guess i play games on friday sorry on thursdays the i there's the throwdown thursdays that happen and so i just record an entire tournament uh series and so i've got a three hour long video of of a tournament going out which is like somebody's somebody likes to to uh get the content in the 10 minute burst which is like what the tam talks are for somebody Mm -hmm. likes matches and somebody wants to grind a three-hour video somebody's super down to go on a journey with you for three hours and so making sure that you are available and can hit all three of those and not zone in on one area is really really important to me at least um Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's other content creators who agree or disagree you know Awesome, man. Well, I know you said it's a lot of hard work, but you make it look easy. Like, it's just real refined. It looks real crisp. It looks real good out there, man. Well, thank you. It is a lot of trial and error and genuinely, like, a lot of looking at people that inspire me and mm-hmm. uh, uh, mimicking it, right? Yeah. Um, going and looking at Ludwig, going and looking at uh, Small Ant, who's another streamer, looking at Rooster Tooth, you've talked about before, mm-hmm. looking at uh, Kind of Funny. Kind of Funny is, like, one of my biggest inspirations. I got a playmat signed by the Kind of Funny guys in the background. Um, and the way that they handle their company is like so mind blowing to me. The way that they the way that they handle it. Greg Miller is such a such an icon for me. Um, that I just take in yoink yoink and twist, right? Like I I, I steal the idea and I I spin it to the to the, the way that that we did it. And uh, sometimes it's a it's it's a a good thing, right? Like I did a I did an Iron Man, and I've got another one coming up where I I put a challenge out to do a uh, win a match with every character in set one, all 18 characters. Um, and I wouldn't in stream until I got done. I played games for 14 hours straight. It was oh, just wow. one after another after another. It was honestly the hardest thing I've ever done uh, as, as, a, as a card game player. Um, and I've got another one where I've, I've decided that I'm going to do even the rest of the characters. I'm doing every character <laughs> except for the provisionary pack characters. Um, we, hit, we hit a goal on Twitch. Um, <clears throat> And that video was really successful and, and like really popped off. And then I did a video where every time that I lost a match or I lost a game, sorry, I lost a game, I took a shot of lemon juice. Oh man. 
And those videos rough. tanked. Those videos were so bad. Those videos did did not do very good. Oh, and yeah. so I went through the I went through the, the 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 stress and the hassle for the video to not do great on YouTube. Yeah, you know, it happens. I mean, right? like, it. Sometimes you yeah, just miss, like, right? Yeah. yeah, sometimes sometimes you miss. But like I wouldn't know that like it probably was my thumbnail or or, or the way that I delivered my my speech at the beginning or, or something, right? And I can sure. I can change and adapt if I if I don't know what doesn't work. I I just I, I you gotta go out explore and try things. Yeah, makes I, for so a great call- story. It does. <laughs> I caught yeah. some of the end of your uh, your Iron Man uh, stream that day, and you were you were pretty defeated by the end of the day because you had been playing for so long, right? Yeah, I just, I tuned it was, in and you were like, "Fuck." <laughs> I was on a really hot streak. I hit like I hit like honestly like seven or eight wins in a row, like matches. Um, and it's it's so much pressure knowing that like you're down to your last two characters, and if you it goes to game three, and if you miss this game. You got to be live for like another hour. Yeah. Oof. Like like hour twelve going into hour thirteen, you're like, if I lose as Tokoyami, <laughs> I, I have to just try again, and that yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, man, I I props to I I definitely I just I could never do that. <laughs> There's no way. It's a. Uh, most uh, of it's fun. Most of it's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And as long as Chad enjoys it, like that's what matters, you know. Yeah, I got you. <coughs> uh, so, uh, stay on the topic of your your channel and that kind of stuff. What are, what are your long term goals? Like, where do you see your like in a year? Maybe where do you see this channel going? What, what what do you hope to have accomplished or hope to have in in the works? Um, honestly, the biggest thing that I miss doing is a podcast. Actually, mm-hmm. um, I uh, I feel like I leveled up as not just a universes player but as a card game player as a whole from sitting down and talking with my friends and really theory crafting things for an hour and a half every week um i don't know if i'll do a weekly thing because that's a lot of time for the content that i'm already doing Mm -hmm. um but a podcast would be very fun to do um i want to get in jasco's pocket and i want to be the go-to commentator for irl events right um, I, I snap my fingers and the pandemic is completely and totally over. Um, Superman comes in and, and gets rid of gets rid of the yuck, and uh, we 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 do IRL events. Uh, I don't even necessarily know if I want to play. Actually, okay. I think just being the guy, the face of of a uh, uh, or one excuse me, one of the faces. I don't want to be the face. I want to be one of the faces for commentary. I think I think that that is so much better and healthier for the game than being a top competitor ever will be. Yeah. Um, genuinely because um, it does more things for the competitors I'm a I'm a big fan of um, Super Smash Brothers Melee and their competitive scene um, and and if you're not familiar with that scene this won't make sense to you but I, I've my entire goal is just to be the Bobby Scar of of universes of, of the My Hero card game um, just be the people's champ be the guy that like everybody loves Bobby Scar not because he's a good player but because um he tells you how it is and he uh he he's got the knowledge and he's just a real hype caster and he makes the game fun to enjoy even if you're not sitting down slinging cardboard um feel that, i think i think that that's that's really really important to me yeah so to go on a little tangent here so that sounds like a really awesome thing to be able to get into i worked with a guy 
who was a, a big Pokemon player. He had like top eight worlds in Pokemon. And mm-hmm. uh, I worked with him at like, he was a part-time guy I worked with at Lowe's, like Lowe's hardware store. Uh, he, he followed that career path and went to do like traveling, commentating for Pokemon all over the world, man. Like they put you up in a hotel, give you money to travel to the hotel, food, and everything, and he kind of got to live out that dream like you're talking about, where he's like one of the faces of commentating Pokemon, and it seemed like a really sweet gig, man, for someone who really loves the game and loves to just talk about the game and analyze stuff. It seems like yeah. it'd be something really fun to do, so hopefully you can reach that, man, because I think with your personality and your charisma, like you said, that's your, your highest stat on your character sheet. I think that would yeah. be really good for you, man. I think that's that's yeah. a good goal. Uh, I mean, it, it only happens if you, the good people, reach out to Jasko and, and let him know it happens. Uh, let him let him know something that that you want, right? Like I, I don't want to I don't want to force myself in if if that's not something that the people want. That that's what matters to me. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, we we know Jason listens to to the content stuff, so he's probably going to stumble across this at some point, hopefully, and he'll hear it, and you know. <laughs> Well, you got get a little, little in there for you. you, know, you know? I, I hear you, man. I I uh, I think getting into the content, uh, the commentator game would be great. Like that's it seems like you said it's it's way less stressful too. It's easy, easier on the heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, awesome. that is that's true. Awesome. So uh, finally, in any any parting words of wisdom for all our our listeners out there who want to get their dip a toe into the content creator? Because I see obviously in, in the My Hero Facebook page, there's a ton of people that are like. Hey, this is my first whatever like unboxing. This is my first like deck build. Like, what what do you guys think? And I see a lot of people like do like a one of and you hear from them again, and it's it's, it's kind of heartbreaking because I want people to we we need more people out there. Like, the more the better, sure. right? Like, so high what, what would tides you, raise all ships. Exactly. What, what advice yeah. would you give to these guys uh, and gals just getting started in their content creator careers? Uh. Man, I got a thousand things I want to say. I have so many things. <laughs> hey, man, go uh, off, man. Pop off. Okay. Um, the very first thing you need to do is you got to do your homework. You have to actually understand what it means to be uh, a content creator for your game and understand your uh, expectations and and temper your expectations, right? Like, you're going to come out the gate and uh, you're... <laughs> right, I'm going to look around the camera. Your videos are going to suck. Your videos are not going to be good. They're going to be bad. Um, and just like understand that and accept that. And then go back and review your footage. Go back and take the criticism that you get in the comments. Go back and take the criticism and then work and progress that. You don't need um, a $1,000 camera. You don't need a $1,000 mic. Um, you don't need a bunch of editing software. Um, you need uh, a drive and you need uh, a clear path. Um, you watch content, hopefully. I'm not even saying card content. I don't watch card content. I, I don't watch a lot of it. I, I Man, it's crazy how, like, you know how, like, the chef doesn't go home and cook for his family? He orders mm-hmm. takeout. That is very much how I feel with, with card game content. I do my absolute best to catch a little from every everybody throughout the week. But, I mean, like you said, there's a ton of people jumping on. Um, I, try to, I try to cherry pick some things that I, I want to watch. But I watch a lot of other people's content. Take the content that you like to see adapt it to your how you want to do your thing and then put that out right um if you want to do a podcast like uh like how rooster teeth or or hell uh, let's talk about the big dog if you like joe rogan's podcast do a joe rogan podcast for universes do that um but just like you have to twist it in a way that makes it yours and unique and your own um and then like the easiest advice and 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 the the easiest advice for me to say but the hardest advice for you to 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 take just do it 
Just actually record some videos. Make five, six, ten videos before you even launch your channel. Just make a bunch of stuff, put it out, and look at it and go, did I enjoy doing this? Because as soon as you put it out and you get three views on your on your first ten videos, you're going to go, I suck and I don't want to do this anymore. But if you do those first ten videos and you're like, I really enjoyed doing this, then you can sit and get something out of this content creation, not for other people, but for yourself. And then you will, you, the people will come to you because it's more genuine. As soon as you start chasing that number, um, it is, it is actually all downhill. It's actually all downhill. As soon as you start chasing a number, right? It, it, it becomes really, really tough. Yeah. You got to enjoy what you're doing. Otherwise it's going to be miserable the entire time. And the people can tell. They can they can oh, yeah. super, super tell. I mean, you guys came in. Uh, you literally said, man, I caught the end of that stream, and you looked like you weren't enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to smile. I was trying <laughs> to keep on the face, and you instantly knew. If, you, mm-hmm. uh, if, if, you, if you're not having fun, then, then it's obvious. It's so obvious. I, I totally get that. And that's kind of like when we started our stuff. It was like, man, no one's going to watch this, but that's totally fine because I just want to talk about cards with my friends. And that's yeah. kind of always been our goal. And like you said, man, it's it can be tough out there, and just uh, I think the, the biggest thing that I would I would reiterate is just getting the reps. You got to get the reps in, right? You just, you, you just got to do it, and, and you think like, oh man, if I only had this many views, that's not what that's not what it's about. It's about just get your videos out there, just keep doing it, and by getting the reps, then you'll actually you know get find find what your niche is maybe because that also yeah. takes some time too. I think because you don't like. Someone just starting out, they like they see Tam and they're like, oh man, I want to be just like Tam. Like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't be just like Tam. You got to find your own way, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Do so, things incredibly similar to me, but just like, like, don't copy my exact thumbnails. Don't, uh, don't, don't copy my sure. exact cadence. Um, um, imitation is is flattery, but like, uh, you're not gonna be a better me than I am. You yeah, can't right. Be. Just like I can't it, be a better than you than you can. And then to your point, the the viewers will notice. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll say like, "Oh, this person's just kind of like a, you know, knock first, off Tam." Like, yeah, knock off right. Tam, and <laughs> you know, why would I watch this when I could just go watch the actual product, right? Right. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, uh, God, this is awesome. I appreciate you coming on. I can't think of a better way for for our first interview to have gone than having you on, man. This is great. Well, I appreciate uh, that. I, uh, I am a I. It makes me feel good that you think that I was special enough to be the first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, real quick before we get out of here, uh, what you got going on this week, man? I know you got your your normal videos and stuff, but is there anything special coming up, or is it just kind of a normal week for you? Or what we got cracking today at time of recording? I've got or uh, <clears throat> yeah, today's time of recording. I've got a one K that I'm playing in. Um, Monday, I've got my Tam talks. On Thursday, I'm supposed to do an online event. Friday, I'm playing games with the community over on Twitch. Saturday normally is a day off. I have to go play Flesh and Blood at a at my locals, and then um, Sunday normally is commentary, like most Sundays. But that's probably not going to happen tonight. Um, but yeah, I uh, just on the grind, you know, just getting nice. over a sickness and, uh, and and pushing through. There, there it is. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you guys coming on, or well, you guys. We appreciate you coming on, and we appreciate all <laughs> you guys out there listening to us. Um, <laughs> Unless you guys got anything else, I think it's going to do it for us. Um, Well, thanks for stopping by and having a great week, everybody. We appreciate it. Have a good one. So.